You're listening to Tulsa Talks, a Tulsa People podcast. I'm your host, Anna Bennett. This episode of Tulsa Talks is brought to you by Oklahoma Joe's Barbecue and Catering. Today's episode features a conversation with Elizabeth Frame Ellison, the president and CEO of the Lubbock Taylor Family Foundation, which just celebrated the opening of the Mother Road Market. Then, city editor Morgan Phillips tries her hand at storytelling in this week's episode of What the What? So let's Morgan talk Tulsa. Tulsa Talks. I'll take Local it. Local music. This is Ann Brockman. Weekend report. Anna Bennett. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Tulsa Talks. Stick around. think I'm raising little entrepreneurs because they they're asking me um, if they can sell things out of the pop-up vault <laughs> and if I'm going to charge them or not <laughs> and I tell them absolutely you can sell something out of the pop-up vault and yes absolutely I'm going to yes. charge you yes. so <laughs> <laughs> that's the voice of Elizabeth Frame Ellison president and CEO of LTFF Now, the Lubbock-Taylor Family Foundation just celebrated the opening of the Mother Road Market at 1124th South Lewis Avenue on Historic Route 66. This 27,000-square-foot market has a collection of over 20 retail and restaurant concepts, ranging from brand-new startups to well-established Tulsa restaurants. Among these are innovative new offerings from local favorites, such as Polo Al Carbon, Andalini's, Lone Wolf Bon Mi, Trenchers, and Mr. Nice Guys. In addition to these retail and restaurant concepts, Mother Road Market features the Well Bar, which is a full-service bar with beer, wine, cocktails, and coffee, a demonstration kitchen, which is ideal for special events like cooking classes and workshops, a small pop-up space where local entrepreneurs showcase their products, a gigantic patio that features outdoor lounge and dining seating and frequent live music and other events. Out on the patio, you'll also find a nine-hole miniature golf course that features fun landmarks from across the United States. The market also works in tandem with Kitchen 66, Tulsa's Kickstart Kitchen and a program of LTFF, which removes barriers for Tulsa food entrepreneurs by offering affordable commercial kitchen space, business training programs, and sales and distribution opportunities. Inside the Mother Road Market, Kitchen 66 has 2,800 square feet of commercial kitchen space, as well as the Kitchen 66 Takeover Cafe, featuring a rotating mix of food entrepreneurs, and the Kitchen 66 General Store, featuring products made by Kitchen 66 entrepreneurs and other Oklahoma makers. A complete list of amenities, tenants, and events can be found at motherroadmarket.com. But now, let's dive into our conversation with Elizabeth Frame Ellison, the president and CEO of the Lobeck Taylor Family Foundation, which, as you know, just celebrated the opening of the Mother Road Market. So congratulations on that. I know that's a huge deal, and we're all very excited. Thank you. So are we. It's been a, a lot of dreaming and a lot of a lot of thought process, and we're we're happy to see people actually using the space. It's really exciting. Awesome, and I understand you guys are kind of hitting the ground running. There's already been a ton of events, and there's more events coming up. Can you give us a, a rundown of what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of a lot of great events at the grand opening, but just coming up this week, we have a pop up vault within the space that's actually original to the building. The building was uh, built in 1939 as a grocery distribution warehouse. So well, that's appropriate. <laughs> I know. We're really excited that we get to repurpose it for another type of food enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but the original vault to the building is actually a pop-up space that anyone can rent just for the day or for the week 
to try something out. So um, this week we'll actually have Fleet Feet doing a pop-up. We also have businesses like Magic City Books doing cooking pop-ups, jewelry pop-ups, um, pottery pop-ups, all sorts of stuff like that. We've, we've also got yoga class going on on Saturdays. We've got the Winter Farmer's Market for the Tulsa Farmer's Market going on outside on Saturdays. OSU Culinary is doing a pasta-making class. And we've got all sorts of other stuff you can find out about at mother, motherroadmarket.com backslash events. Great. Well, that sounds like plenty to fill anyone's uh, anyone's calendar right there. And stomach. And stomach. Even <laughs> better. Uh, what really strikes me is, like, obviously food is, is the focus at Mother Road Market, but it's about so much more than the food. And, and you mentioned earlier that w- what you would call Mother Road Market is a food hall. Uh, it's the first of its kind here in Tulsa. Could you give us a little bit of a food hall 101? What makes a food hall special? Sure. Well, it's, I think the thing that makes it the most special is that it's got a lot of different kinds of food in one location. So we've got 17 shops. Each of them have their own independent kitchen. We've got a mix of established businesses, brand new businesses, pop-up businesses, and even a demonstration kitchen where you can learn to cook um, or have a party or watch your favorite person do a cooking demonstration. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a very multi-purpose, multi-use, a little something for everyone. Yeah, and a food hall, you know, I think the great thing about it is if you're sitting at your office talking to your coworkers about where you want to eat lunch and one person wants pizza and one person wants to eat healthy and, oh, I'm gluten-free and I'm vegan, well, Mother Road Market is the solution for you because we've got literally something for everyone. We've got mm-hmm. Ediblends for the for the raw food lovers. We've got vegan chicken from Chicken and the Wolf. We've I got, saw that on Instagram and it looks so good. I have got to tell you, they've been in testing and their food is amazing. It's Louisiana mm-hmm. style fried chicken, but they've even got a vegan ver- vegan version. That's tough, tough vegan, to say. Vegan version. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Um, and have there been food halls in other cities or regions that have served as an inspiration for this model? I know I think the public market kind of comes to mind. Yeah, there there are actually food halls all over the world, um, and I've visited a lot of them. I really – the impetus for this project came from um, when I tried to start my own food business about okay. 10 years ago. And I realized that starting a food business is really difficult – um, and has a really high failure rate. And it's really hard to um, find the startup costs to, to start a business. And so our goal with Mother Road Market was really to decrease the risk associated with starting a food business. So really, when you start a food business, you've got at least $100,000 of kitchen equipment costs before mm-hmm. you can even start selling food to people. And So we decided that we were going to try to build a space that would allow people to start without without bearing as much of the expense that that most uh, like a standalone restaurant would have to would have to absorb. Okay, so So it um, it almost serves as like an incubator of sorts. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because we actually have an incubator attached to Mother Road Market called Kitchen Sixty Six, and that's been in operation for for a couple of years now. Almost three years, yeah. And so three of the um, graduates of our Kitchen Sixty Six incubator are actually within Mother Road Market. They're called Bake Shop, which is an amazing bakery. They make sourdough bread. 
Um, I actually had a piece of toast with almond butter and jam this morning for breakfast that was incredible. We've got Big Dipper. They make incredible homemade seasonal ice cream, and they make those really good ice cream sandwiches that have cookies on either side Mm -hmm. of them. Deliciousness. I can't even tell you. Oh, man. You don't have to tell me. Sammy is is uh is a friend of mine and so i have eaten <laughs> many an ice cream sandwich they're and incredible we'll continue and continue to do so yeah and i think you know people think of ice cream as a summer delicacy not the case with sammy her pumpkin ice cream oh. gingerbread cookies i'm telling you it's incredible and you can buy extra stick them in your freezer I may or may not wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and just decide I need like a little bite of something. <laughs> and it's all like locally sourced exactly. and like handmade. So it's healthy. Nah, sure. But it's <laughs> Pumpkin's healthy, right? Yeah. And like the fact that she uses um, like the, the eggs from her own chickens is like such a special, just a, a special little little thing to take in consideration. It's actually one of my favorite things and one, another reason that we really wanted to build Mother Road Market. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma is such an agricultural state, and most of the food that we produce, we send out to other places. And I really wanted to start the process of educating our community about the value of food that they can eat that's actually grown and produced in Oklahoma. Right. And they get to do that and learn about where their food comes from and what goes into their food at Mother Road Market. And it also probably decreases the carbon footprint, too, because the food's not being, like, shipped away, shipped back, shipped away, shipped back if it's, like, kept locally. That's exactly right. right. And so you've got Bake Shop, you've got Big Dipper, and then I believe, is it Bodie's Bowl? Bodie's Bowl. And they're also a Kitchen 66 They're also graduate. a Kitchen 66 graduate, and they make these amazing really great kind of ethnic flavored rice bowls so they're healthy they've got great gluten-free options if that's your thing and um, they have a good kids menu too he's named the business is actually named after uh, james's son Bodie, and they've got an adorable logo yeah kitchen 66 also has the takeover cafe that several people know and love from our previous location in the sun building so yeah yeah participants in our um, Kitchen 66 incubator can actually rent the Takeover Cafe for the day and pop up to test out a recipe or test out prices or see if actually owning a brick-and-mortar business is something that they want to do with their lives. Right. And in the meantime, anyone who visits Mother Road Market, in addition to having all of these options to choose from, you also just never know who's going to be in the in the incubator kitchen. That's right. Right. That's right. Nobody nobody knows who's going to be in the Takeover Cafe. It'll be on our calendar, on our website. And then we also sell our Kitchen 66 consumer packaged goods alongside the Tulsa Farmers Market's farm stand at the Kitchen 66 General Store. Okay. You can wow. also get cool Mother Road Market swag items mm-hmm. there. So mm-hmm. Perfect. Great for holiday gifts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what really strikes me about this list of of vendors that are going into the space is, you know, a lot of different cuisines, a lot of different approaches, also an interesting mix of these food startups from the Kitchen 66 program mixed with these new concepts from very well established uh, Tulsa restaurants. We mentioned a little bit Chicken and the Wolf, which is Lone Wolf. Right. Um, but then we've also got, isn't it, there's like two concepts by Andalini's, right? That's right. So Andalini's Sliced, which mm-hmm. is their pizza by the slice that um, so good. is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then they've also got a new concept called Metropolis. And it's uh, like a road trip through famous street food in oh, the okay. United States. So 
Philly cheesesteak, Chicago-style hot dog, stuff like that. And it's awesome. All without leaving Tulsa. Exactly. <laughs> you can travel Route 66 without leaving Mother Road Market. That is so, that is so much fun. Are there any other um, vendors that you're particularly excited for? I'm sure, you know, you're not really allowed to pick favorites. But what, what are you, What I guess I should say, what are you craving? And what, what do you encourage people to try if they haven't had? You know, I'm excited for every single vendor that we have. But we do have an interesting mix. And I think we really tried to think about... As I mentioned earlier, we really wanted something for everyone. We wanted um, to have a variety of types of food because I think something really special happens when people come together over food. Um, You know, people always talk about how important the family meal is, and I wholeheartedly believe in that. But we really want the community to feel like a family in Mother Road Market. And so we see it as a place where everyone's welcome. You sit at a community table. You make a new friend. Maybe you you have some curry and you learn something about – why curry is special to India and how to make it. Or maybe you go to a cooking class and and learn about um, Israeli food and what's interesting about that. And I think there's a special thing that happens when people um, gather around food and can have a conversation and learn more about each other Mm -hmm. in that way. We'll be right back with another helping of this conversation. But first, a word from our sponsors. Did you know barbecue pork is part of the official meal of Oklahoma? It's true. Barbecue is a major food group to many of us Okies, so it's no surprise that the award-winning and Tulsa-based barbecue joint, Oklahoma Joe's Barbecue and Catering, has found a place along the state's favorite road, Route 66. Oklahoma Joe's is one of more than 20 tenants at the brand new Mother Road Market at 1124th South Lewis Avenue. The 27,000 square foot family-friendly food hall mixes a taste of Route 66 nostalgia with delicious local fare, including Oklahoma Joe's signature pork, beef, chicken, and all the fixins' of the restaurant's full menu. With five locations in the Tulsa metro and franchises in other states, Oklahoma Joe's Barbecue and Catering has been a staple in the world of barbecued meats for more than 30 years. Stop by Oklahoma Joe's at Mother Road Market soon for a unique new dining experience featuring the same delicious barbecue Okies know and love. Visit okjoes.com for more information. Welcome back to Tulsa Talks. I'm your host, Anna Bennett. When we left off, I was chatting with Elizabeth Frame Ellison about the perfect combination of ingredients to make the delicious Mother Road Market. You know, I think the other cool thing that we did when we tried to figure out who should who should get a spot in Mother Road Market was we do have a mix of established businesses and new businesses. And the established businesses we picked, we really wanted to pick businesses that were willing to be mentors to our new businesses and something really special happens in the culinary community and it's not it's not cutthroat like you see in other industries um chefs are so willing to help each other and innovate and try this does it need more salt is it too spicy what do you think about it and it's really kind of magical to watch Mm -hmm. that happen yeah, because they're all doing it because they love food. Right. So I mean, they're really artists. Food, uh, chefs are are just creative artists, mm-hmm. and they love sharing their um, their works of art with other people. I bet that's really fun to get sort of a backstage pass to see part of that, uh, yeah. you know, in putting this together. And I'm sure that 
uh, Tolsons are also going to start experiencing just being around that energy of collaboration and innovation. I think they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so exciting. So uh, talking a little bit about the holidays, which are obviously coming up. Yes. Hard to believe. <laughs> and yet here we are. Um, and you mentioned that Mother Road Market's going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day and on Christmas. But what are what are the hours like uh, on every other day? So Monday through Thursday, the market's open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then Friday and Saturday, it's 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Okay, great. And so I know a lot of people are going to have out-of-town family and friends in this time of year. It seems like to me that bringing them to the Mother Road Market would be a fun way to get to experience a lot of different elements of Tulsa. Is there something like quintessential um, at the market that you think that every out-of-towner should experience? Well, yeah. There's so much. But (laughs) I think the thing that I'm most excited about is our patio space outside if Thanksgiving weekend is nice as it has been in the past, we've got an amazing covered patio. It's got nine holes of Route 66 themed mini golf. Oh, that's so activities fun. Activities for your kids to play on. We've got indoor play space for kids and outdoor play space for kids. I have two little boys and I know I always um, take them out to eat and they get bored before the food comes. And it's great for me to be able to sit down maybe have a beer at the well bar and um, grab a slice of pizza and watch them play while I get to hang out with my family members. They also ha- We also have gifts at the mm-hmm. general store that they could grab as a souvenir for out-of-towners. And um, I think after putting all the work into a Thanksgiving meal, everyone should take Friday off and go let us prepare food for you at Mother Road Market. Awesome. So it's open Black Friday. Yeah, then. exactly. Oh, how wonderful. And there's a there's a bar there as well, like a full bar. So a if your so if your in-laws are in town, go send them to get the pizza. You go get yourself something a little spicier. I think that sounds like a good plan. <laughs> Maybe have them stay with the kids yeah, and have exactly. your friends meet up at mm-hmm, the well mm-hmm. bar. Yeah, a little something for everyone. That's right. <laughs> um, so uh, on this on the subject of holidays and holiday parties, uh, will any of these vendors be available to like have, to have takeaway dishes, like something you can order there and then take to a party? Absolutely, yeah. Is there anything uh, on... Um, on rotation that you think will make you the most popular person at the party if you bring that's that's a hard decision but you know the the cookies from okay cookie monster are always a big hit i bet Um, she's got some really cute ones coming up for the for the holidays she i she always has cute cute cookies and she's making some um cookie cakes and cookie sandwiches i tasted one actually for breakfast this morning that was delicious and um, the bake shop sourdough bread is a favorite in my family. And we also have pies and curds and all sorts of delicious, um, delicious things. And the, the Nest, which is one of our only non-food retailers, has some great hostess gifts if you want to get some brownie points mm-hmm. with, um, with someone who's hosting Thanksgiving. And those are Day. hand-poured candles. They yeah. do hand-poured candles. They also have great ceramic mugs that have hilarious sayings on them, tea mm-hmm. towels, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. And that's the, the same vendor that's been on Cherry Street for, for a long time. It's exactly. How cool. Yeah. I love their stuff. It's so cute. I do too. It's really – all mm-hmm. of their stuff makes me laugh. They mm-hmm. do a good job curating it. Yeah. 
I think they have some great like Beyonce themed mugs. Yes. Or yeah, all of their mugs correctly. have funny sayings. Maybe not entirely appropriate Radio for the no. maybe not G rated, but um, <laughs> yeah. but I know I drink coffee out of my Tulsa AF mug yes. every morning, and yes. I love it. So we'll be talking more about the Mother Road Market in a minute. But first, Morgan Phillips shares her fight or flight moment on the OKSO Story Slam stage. Hey there, I'm Tulsa People's City Editor Morgan Phillips with What the What? Confession, I'm a terrible storyteller. I can write a story in my sleep, but when it comes to actually telling a good story verbally, there's usually a lot of hem-hawing around and forgotten details. That's part of the reason I decided to try the OK So Story Slam, Tulsa's monthly open mic storytelling competition. Here's Branda Pearsall, one of the founders of OK So Tulsa. Well, it's a true live storytelling event. We give our audience members a theme. They get them ahead of time. They'll come up on the Facebook event page or the website. And anybody from that audience can sign up to tell a true five-minute story from their life. We actually have some judges in the audience that will... It's, it's a friendly judging process. They'll mm-hmm. uh, judge the storytellers. And at the end of the night, we just give a nice little chunk of change to the best story of the night. Branda and her friend, Michelle Bias, started OK So Tulsa six years ago based on The Moth, an international story slam based in New York City. The Tulsa event had humble beginnings, as Michelle explains. We contacted the people over at the Phoenix Cafe or Coffee House, House, yeah. yeah. And um, we went in there and they just basically gave us a corner to set up and we just talked to people as they were coming through the door, come over and listen to stories. And... uh, we told stories every month for the first year, probably just, you know, to get people comfortable with, like, look, this is how easy it is. And then we outgrew that. We went to Enzo, Tom and Angie Green, and Megan Hurley uh, were very, you know, important in that move, and obviously. And then now we're at IDL Ballroom. So Nowadays, monthly story slams can attract up to 200 people. The basic rules of story slam are, one, your story must be true. Two, you have five minutes to tell it. And three, no cheat sheets or index cards come on stage with you. It's just you, the mic, and your memory. As terrifying as that sounded, Branda and Michelle were kind enough to give me some pointers about what makes a good story. I would say to practice it. I mean, have a storyline. We are asking you to go for five minutes or around the five-minute mark. We have a light that we put on stage that will tell you if you're passing that mark, um, simply because... People can get up there and go on and on, and and we need to keep in the time. So practice for the five minutes, but also practice so you can feel comfortable. If it's a true story, you know your story. You know what happened in this story that you're telling, but you can get up there and be nervous and leave important parts out. So if you practice it a few times and make sure you get the really, the critical parts of your story in that you want the audience to hear, practice is good for that. It's also good to have an opening line, something kind of catchy, and also a line at the end or some way that you're tying your story up. I can't tell you how many people leave. Yeah. I've even done it. People will leave and go, that's my story. story. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than just give it a little bit of thought and tie it up some way. Yeah. Well, I suited up and showed up at the October Monthly Story Slam, which had the theme Fight or Flight. The day before, I wrote out my story to make sure I didn't forget any major details and practiced probably 10 times. Attention-grabbing opening line, check. 
Strong closing line? Check. When I arrived at the Story Slam, I was surprised to see such a range of ages. There were millennials and people in their 70s. Three men in a row told stories, all of which were funny, two of which involved being drunk or high. The guy before me was a tough act to follow. In fact, he ended up winning the competition, and deservedly so. Then my name was called, and the nerves hit. But once I was behind the mic, the lights were so bright I couldn't see much, and I felt ready. About a thunderstorm, a seedy motel, and boobs. It's not what you think, so just bear with me. I had intended to channel the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. My old life ended. Looking back, it came off as an awkward Kate McKinnon impression. Got it. Here are a few more sound bites. Summer storm comes through Tulsa, and the power goes out. This is an electric breast pump. Okay, you have to plug it into the wall. I determined that the only thing for me to do is to rent a hotel room. I have to find someplace that has power. And so I call around. We don't live in the best part of town, but I find a hotel near our house. And I go there. It's like 1 a.m. at this point, okay? I pull in, and I've forgotten to tell my husband something about the baby. And so I have him on the phone. I'm sitting in the parking lot outside the hotel when somebody knocks on my window. And it's a man. If you're curious about how the story turns out, be sure to watch the full video at TulsaPeople.com. So, how did the audience respond? In hindsight, most were not really into my story about pumping breast milk. Shocker, I know. Milk was a bad choice. Bruno Mars played the BOK Center the night of the story slam. I blame him for the low attendance of 30-something moms who could have most definitely related to my story. Hashtag mom guilt. Anyway, I think the moral to the story is, you do you. I did me on stage in front of 75 strangers. I didn't win, but it was an awesome challenge, and I'm happy with the results. I want to give a big shout-out to OK So Story Slam. Thanks for giving me the spotlight. Be sure to catch OK So Tulsa's next monthly storytelling event on December 13th with the theme Go For It. And hey, remember the moth, the creme de la creme of storytelling events? I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. It's coming to Tulsa this month in partnership with OK So Story Slam and KOSU. Tickets are currently on sale for the Moth Main Stage on November 15th at Kane's Ballroom. I'll be there to learn from the master storytellers. Until next time, Tulsa. Welcome back to Tulsa Talks. I'm your host, Anna Bennett. When we left off, we were chatting with Lubbock Taylor Family Foundation CEO and President Elizabeth Frame Ellison. While most of our conversation centered around the Mother Road market, things got a little meta when Elizabeth shared a podcast recommendation. Just going to tell you an interesting podcast that I just watched record yeah. um, in San Quentin Prison. Have you heard oh, of yeah, the Ear, Ear Hustle? Hustle? I love Ear so Hustle. So I just met the guy that started Ear Hustle, the inmate yeah. who started it. He is the coolest guy, and I'm obsessed with the podcast mm-hmm. now. It's so good. They also run a newspaper out Ooh. of San Quentin that they distribute to a lot of different Department of Corrections facilities. Interesting. And it keeps getting shut down for lack of funding, but now they've got private funding that they're fundraising for it. It's really cool. I yeah. I'm probably very inspired by it. Probably a lot of it is because of the podcast and the visibility for I think it's gotten that. a lot more visibility it's, with the podcast. Yeah. Shout out to Erlon Woods and the whole Ear Hustle team for being a major pod crush. Visit EarHustleSQ.com for more info. Now, back here in Tulsa, 
the Family in Lubbock-Taylor Family Foundation is crucial. LTFF was founded in 1997 by Bill Lubbock and former Mayor Kathy Taylor, who then passed on the reins to her daughter, Elizabeth Frame Ellison. And today, Elizabeth is putting the mother in Mother Road Market. You've got you've got two boys. Right? I do. Um, ha- how have they felt about the market? Have they gotten to test anything before it's been available to the public? Like, what's their like kid approved? Yes, um, market um, offering. Well, I think part of the reason that we have such great kid spaces, we can thank Taylor and Wyatt for. Um, they call it our market. I think <laughs> they think that they're the bosses, um, <laughs> and they're really actually excited about the pop up vault. I think I'm raising little entrepreneurs because they they're asking me um, if they can sell things out of the pop up vault <laughs> and if I'm going to charge them or not. <laughs> And I tell them, absolutely, you can sell something out of the pop-up vault. And yes, absolutely, I'm going to yes. charge you. Yes. So <laughs> you got to learn. Hey, it's a it, it's a nonprofit that yeah. we're running here, yeah. so we've got to we've got to yeah, got to contribute, man. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of their brilliant ideas? Um, they want to sell slime. Oh, it's a very big yeah. thing right now in the uh, under ten crowd, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my my oldest son Taylor makes. Uh, cookies and he has bake sales on a regular basis so he's really he's dying to sell chocolate chip cookies we haven't quite figured out how to get him a food handler's permit though because he can't read well enough to pass the test so tbd on that tbd (laughs) (laughs) do they have like a beginning readers version of the food handler's permit you know i'll have to i'll have to contact the health department about that we'll get in touch with them (laughs) They've um, also thought maybe they want to do a swap shop, and we had an idea for a um, for the kids' area that it would be really cool for people traveling along Route 66 to start sending postcards to Mother Road Market oh, yeah. so the kids could look at the various um, iconic stops along mm-hmm. Route 66 and, and kind of like put it on the map. Yeah, and... yeah, do a little like souvenir uh, swap. Mm-hmm. Could be kind of cool. Yeah, or like patches or stickers Yeah, different places. Exactly. That could be sweet. Yeah, the, the location of the market on historic route 66 is so fortuitous i mean i'm sure a lot of thought went into that obviously and with kitchen 66 i assume the 66 in that is because of route 66 i'm glad you got that (laughs) (laughs) it didn't make as much sense when we were downtown but now that we're Mm -hmm. in our permanent location um yeah you know oklahoma has more miles of route 66 than any other state we've got like 400 i think that's something like that Mm -hmm. um and i i think it's a really underutilized resource in our community we know that we have a lot of international travelers who are um, driving the route. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, the foundation, the Lobeck Taylor Family Foundation, is really um, a huge proponent of innovation and entrepreneurship. And mm-hmm. Route 66, to me, represents the innovation and entrepreneurship of the yesteryear. And, and it should really be a beacon inspiring Mother Road Market and other development along Route 66 to really restore it to – the place that it it once was and will be again. That's yeah. part of the reason we have the giant neon sign mm-hmm. um, out front that says Mother Road Market. Right here. Yeah, in Route 66. It's a lovely homage to the, that sort of roadside feel. And I know that the, um, the, the mural that's visible from the street has that homage as well with the kind of the road trip feel. And so you've got, I think I saw on the on the sheet, three different murals we do yeah so we have um the mural that's on lewis we Mm -hmm. have a mural in our patio and then we have an interior mural 
that's um, Route 66 theme. I absolutely loved seeing Sarah Sullivan's mural on the inside. So fun, so whimsical. She's one of my favorites. I agree. It's beautiful, and all the murals are great. And we just um, we also have an egg whisk bike rack out front that was designed by Garden Diva. So oh, really trying funny. to support the creative economy along Route 66 through these public art installations. Yeah, and there's so many other just great businesses and um, ideas and energy running through there. And you're just a few blocks away from um, Buck, Buck Adams, that new That's shop, right. which is very 66 yes. oriented. Yeah. And Fuel 66 is down the street mm-hmm. across from 918 Coffee. And Soul City is a great place to see music. And I think Route 66 is popping. It's mm-hmm. it's it's an up and coming area, yeah. and, and you're um, right across from Renaissance. And we're right happened. across from Renaissance mm-hmm. Brewery, and we actually carry their uh, their beer at the Well Bar too. So. Oh, how fantastic! Yeah, there are a lot of great breweries popping up in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I could not be more excited about yeah. it. How fun! So, are there any interesting or fun traditions in your household around the holidays surrounding food? Is there a dish that you always make for your family? So. Um, my grandmother actually has a traditional dish called Stollen, and it is a German pastry with – I think it's primarily comprised of butter and butter and maybe a tiny bit of flour and sugar and more butter. <laughs> um, and so it's so it's, uh, it's keto-friendly. So, yeah, keto, super healthy. It's got maraschino <laughs> cherries on the top so of it. So fruit – um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well balanced. Exactly. Um, but it's a labor-intensive pastry to make. Mm. And I try to make it every year with my kids for uh, either Thanksgiving or Christmas. And then my mom makes this uh, apple cranberry pie. And we have one of those machines. Machine might be too uh, giving it too much credit. <laughs> but it's uh, like you roll the apple. You stick the apple into these oh, yeah. prongs and, like, and then wah, wah, you roll wah, wah, it wah. and the skin comes off and it slices. Mm-hmm. And so – that's my kids' favorite activity of Thanksgiving, yeah. and we make that pie every year, and it it always feels like home. Yeah. It's sort of the slime making um, equivalent of of cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, be careful! Now he's going to want to sell these pies oh, at, no. uh, at the market. Pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how fun! I mean, it, it seems like now's the time to do those labor intensive dishes. Yeah. You know, any other time of year, it's like, what do you? What are you made of time over here? <laughs> Whereas we all find time to make those those special things. I think you're right, here. and I think you know I uh, I live in a house full of boys, and cooking is the thing that we my boys and I do together, and it's such a fun, messy experience to cook with my kids, and I just love that that they'll grow up and know how to take care of themselves and feed themselves mm-hmm. and maybe even feed someone that they love someday. Yeah. So training man, them right. Yeah. Find you a man who can cook. Right. Laundry That's... and dishes next, but food first. Yes, food first. Food first. <laughs> man. Yeah. My my partner's the definitely the chef in our relationship. I've gotten real spoiled. <laughs> That's good. Because he likes to make – he's like, oh, I made – I was stressed out today, so I made a marinara from scratch. I'm like, darn. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> or like he's – he – Whenever he's really stressed out, he'll take a whole afternoon to make tamales from scratch. I'm just like, yes. Ooh. Well, next time he's stressed, you call me. I'm coming <laughs> yeah. over for tamales. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll get him to rent the kitchen. There you go. So then he, he doesn't have to up. make doesn't have to make our kitchen messy. That's right. So perfect. 
Let him know. I will let him know all about (laughs) that. (laughs) So I know that obviously the market just opened. We're all thrilled about it. But what is your what is your vision for the the near and the distant future? Great question. So I think for the market, just we want to keep putting great programming in. We want to hear from our customers what they want to see in the space. We want to become a regional destination for food and food innovation. Um, And then, you know, we're hoping that our businesses continue to grow and scale and open bigger locations and second locations. And we would love it if they do it along Route 66. I really see opportunity for Route 66 to be a food innovation corridor in Tulsa. And I'd love for, um, for tourists and Tulsans alike to be able to walk along Route 66 and see beautiful University of Tulsa and have all sorts of delicious things to eat along the way. Mm-hmm. What is your hope for what, what Tulsans and visitors, but Tulsans especially, will discover when they go to the market? So I think it, it depends on the person. I think by and large, it's that they'll discover that Tulsa is a great community full of really welcoming people and that we welcome everyone. I think for um, for the younger set, I really hope that they learn about the importance of knowing where your food comes from. It's shocking to me that I talk to kids and they don't know that a carrot grows in the ground. Like, kids should know that. Mm-hmm. So I hope that this will be an educational resource for kids and adults, but I also hope that it'll provide the sense of community that I think food can bring like nothing else in the world. I just keep writing you letters, trying to see what you do, trying to figure out your story. Are you going to go blues? I just keep Hey, thanks for listening to Tulsa Talks. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. And hey, we are all about sharing with the great people of Tulsa, so tell a friend about this podcast. You can follow us at Tulsa People on Twitter and Instagram, or visit our home on the web, tulsapeople.com. Every episode, we play you out with some local music. Today's selection is Letters by Casey Stephen.
purchase this track and learn more about the artist, visit CaseyStephen.com. Or you can see Casey perform live on Friday, November 23rd at the IDL Ballroom. This episode of Tulsa Talks is brought to you by Oklahoma Joe's Barbecue and Catering, with five locations in the Tulsa Metro, including the new Mother Road Market. Visit okjoes.com for details. Tulsa Talks is a Langdon Publishing production, recorded right here in beautiful downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma.